Greetings, and thank you for joining us on our Star Wars podcast, Old Republic Radio. This is Justin, one of the members of the Tatooine Five, and in this 10th transmission of Old Republic Radio, we have a special treat in store for you. It was recorded on Wednesday, January 15th, 2020, and trust me, you're gonna love it. Ready? Set? Enjoy. All right, so I am recording. Hey, so we're here with, uh, we're, we're going to call you Aloha Kenobi, uh, just because okay. it's good for your brand, but uh, we're here with Brian Flynn, uh, and many of you may have seen his uh, his social media campaign, uh, and we're, we're actually going to just let him explain it. We're going to hear it right from the nerf uh, the Nerf's mouth here. Uh, Aloha Kenobi, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to uh, Old Republic Radio. You've got Ken and Troy. Uh, please tell us a little bit about your uh, your campaign. What's your goal here? Okay. Uh, first of all, uh, hello, everybody. My name is Brian Flynn. Uh, let's start with the uh, the brand and the moniker, Aloha Kenobi. So when I originally started this whole thing, Aloha Kenobi was meant to be more of a, a greeting. What I was basically saying was Aloha to the Kenobi showrunners, uh, whoever it might be, whether it was Deborah Chow or Ewan McGregor. Um, I wasn't sure who the casting director, we still don't know who the, the casting uh, people are. So it was me basically saying, Aloha Kenobi showrunners, my name is Brian Flynn. And as this started to, to progress, people would see my sign, the hashtag, and they'll go, hey, Aloha Kenobi. And initially I would balk at that. I was like, no, 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 that's, that's not what I'm trying to be. I'm not trying to be this person. But I realized after a while, you know, just, just go with it. It's what people are going to assume. So I just sort of embraced the moniker. Okay. But um, embracing it also comes with its own challenges, especially living here in Hawaii, which I'll, I'll get into in a little bit. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah. So this whole thing started, and I have the dates right here, um, August 21st, uh, 24th, sorry, 2019. I believe that was D23. And that is the day that... Um, Ewan McGregor came out with Kathleen Kennedy and said, we're doing a Kenobi TV series. Nice. And I, I lost my mind. Now, <laughs> I think before that, did. yeah, before that announcement, um, I had, I had stayed off social media because over the past few years, I just found myself getting uh, more and more obsessed with, with being on there, you know, constantly updating, checking and seeing if anyone's responding. It was, it was getting pretty crazy. So 2018, I sort of pulled away. 2019, I was definitely pulling back. And I think I only had up to August 24th, two posts on Instagram. That was it. And I was like, okay, I'm doing good. As soon as they made that announcement, okay, here comes post number three. I just, I, I got to get this out there. I was like, oh my God, man, Kenobi, are you kidding me? So I made this one post that said, does anyone know a guy who knows a guy? I would love to be a part of this. And mm -hmm. that was kind of it. Then my wife um, she'd listened to me talking about this, you know, over the next few days. And she is the one who actually put the idea in my head. And she said, well, you know what you have to do then? You have to dress up as Obi-Wan Kenobi and you just have to go all over the island with the sign and basically shamelessly promote yourself in the hopes that someone might see you. And I thought about it for all of 10 seconds. I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. Let's totally do this. So over the course of the next um, month or so, I bought material, um, never sewn before in my life, contacted my auntie who, who sews a lot. Uh, we bought a pattern. Uh, it's for a Japanese kimono pattern, but it, okay. it would do it. You know, it would, it would do, 
it would serve its purpose. Sure. At least I thought it would until I put it on. Oh, and it was okay. all wrong. So. It was all wrong. <laughs> so did you the, um, make some changes to it then? To, to the rope? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, everything you see in the outfit is handmade except for the brown robe. The brown robe was something that my wife bought a couple of years ago for Halloween. And when I tried to put it on, it said one size fits all. But I don't know if you can tell just based you know on my size sure um it didn't you you may notice when you see the costume on that my brown robe barely goes over my shoulders i'm not okay. trying to look big it's because i literally cannot get the sleeve over any portion of my shoulder so when my wife initially bought the, the robe and i put it on i was like oh this is terrible and she said well you know what you have to do then you know, let's be real here. You have to lose some weight. And then if you can fit it, you can be Obi-Wan Kenobi. So a couple of years ago, and this may seem like a sidetrack, but it, it all matters. Uh, a couple of years ago, I was diagnosed with diabetes. Oh, and okay. so that was sort of the wake up call that I needed to really get on the ball about being about work, health, getting the weight down, getting my numbers down. Mm -hmm. And so that's sort of where it originally started this idea that I could pull it off. So fast forward, August 24, 2019, I'd lost about 40, 45 pounds at that point. Oh, and, wow, I, and I, thank you very much, man. Um, I took the robe out of the closet. I put it on and sure enough, and I was like, wow, this actually fits so much better. And so from there, that's when this crazy idea didn't seem so crazy after all. So bought the, uh, the, I, the materials, bought the pattern, went to my auntie's house, took us two weeks, about... 16 17 hours total um they helped cut and pin everything but i sewed everything that that you see in there uh, oh that's a real deal exciting. man oh that's yeah, awesome I was, dude. I was i was that's super awesome. excited and so, i was like oh man i need more costumes but we caught some uh it looks like there's some hawaiian influences then in in your your uh outfit right look like there's a little bit of patterning and and it, did i pick up on that correct that's awesome. No, no, no. You are you are absolutely correct. So in the original, so in week one, and I have the photo. I bought enough material to try and emulate Alec Guinness's original outfit. Mm -hmm. So it was supposed to have the white sash. It was supposed to have the white um, waist wrap, and then eventually I was going to buy the leather belt and and do something on that nature. I couldn't find the leather around here, and online it seemed so expensive. So I was walking around this fabric mart, and I actually found that pattern. And I said, wait a minute. What if I swap out the sash, the waist, and the belt for this color because it's brown colored? And from there, um, sort of create a Hawaiian-inspired Kenobi theme. Nice. So if you if you look at the sash um, in person, it's actually reversible. You've got the, um, the human hieroglyphs on one side and the honu, the turtle hieroglyphs, uh, hieroglyphs on the other side. That's and so... Yeah, so you can flip it back and forth. So originally, I was going to go with the Honu design, the turtle design, but my auntie looked at it and she said, eh, it's a little too jagged. Try the petroglyph one. It's more straight lines. Mm -hmm. And I've been running with the petroglyphs ever since. Dude, that's awesome, man. Very cool. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we're, I, I, and I think it's, you know, for you to have spent so much time like sewing it yourself, that really, uh, it really means that, that that really means something to you. So I, I, I really like that. Um, Appreciate it. So, I mean, let's talk a little Star Wars here, you know. Um, so, obviously, you appreciate your Hawaiian side, and you obviously have a, a love for Star Wars. Uh, did you did you grow up as a Star Wars fan, or like when were you kind of introduced to to the Star Wars to the Skywalker saga? So it's funny you say that. My 
Star Wars origin story, I guess you could say, is what kicked off this whole... Uh, okay, I'm not going to blow myself up here. It, it got some, some traction, my story, online, uh, at Reddit especially. Oh, cool. And what had happened was when I was... Two and a half years old, uh, my father had gone to see Star Wars on opening day. He was a huge influence for me as far as movie going. He just loved movies. He went on opening day, watched it, loved it, rushed home, picked up my mom and two and a half year old me, rushed us back to the theater and watched it again. Nice. So the story goes that two and a half years old, you can't understand what's what you're watching. So I asked my mom, I said, mom, you know, was I making a lot of noise? Like what was going on? She goes, no, that's the funny thing. You would stand on my knees, leaning forward, grabbing the chair in front of you, and you would rock side to side and the eyes are huge. And the only sound you would make was this sort of ooh kind of sound. Every, every time something, you know, spectacular was showing up on the scene. So that was my first um, introduction to Star Wars. Also, my father had somehow, I don't know how he'd gotten this, somehow he had gotten two complete sets of the uh, Star Wars A New Hope Kenner action figure set. Oh, dude, now, jealous. If, if, <laughs> if you know anything about this set, it was incredibly hard to come by when it first came out. And they had the, the notorious card, right? You know, if you buy this card, you can pick up next right. year in, in March or April. Well, my dad, he was military. I think he either got it from the exchange or from Woolworths, but he brought, he literally talked to the guy who had no clue that, that what this was. And he's like, Hey, you know, are these the new Star Wars? He goes, yeah, because I'll take two. And he just bought the whole cases right then and there, brought them home, gave it to me for Christmas. And I was just over the moon. Now what's ironic is my least favorite character of that entire series was Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> I thought he was boring as hell. Boring old so, man. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to a so, kid. Yeah. One day, um, we're driving home, me and my mom, and I'm in the back seat. Of course, I'm you know reenacting scenes from Star Wars. Uh, my Vader figure and my Kenobi figure have their epic duel. Vader kills Kenobi, and because I'm a kid and I don't know any better, I'm thinking, well, Kenobi's dead. And I chuck my Kenobi figure out the window of a moving car, 55 <laughs> miles an hour. So I go home. And now I'm playing with my toys, and I'm like, ah, oh, where's you know, uh, I don't have my Kenobi figure anymore. My dad goes. Well, what happened to it? He goes, I threw it out the window. He goes, why did you throw it out the window for? I didn't know how difficult it was to get these to things. Get that. You know, how, how could I know? Right. So I, I tossed out like a, arguably a priceless item That was because I'm a kid. Agreed. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of ironic to go from, ah, Kenobi's my, you know, the worst character to now Kenobi is probably my favorite of all time. Gotcha. Dude, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's very cool. Thank you. Man. That is um, really cool. Yeah. So like, so then I guess, I guess the, the obvious next question would be, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? And I know it's a hard question to answer, but. I, I knew you were going to ask me this because <laughs> it eventually always comes up. Sure. So I've, I've developed an answer and. Okay. So I break it down by trilogy and mm -hmm. I will say the best trilogy is the original trilogy for a very simple reason. Without the original trilogy, we wouldn't have the emotional impact of the prequel trilogy or the sequel trilogy. Nice. You know, without yeah. Han, Luke, Leia, all of that, the other six really wouldn't be anywhere near as, as heartfelt. Right. My favorite era is the prequel era 
only because we have gotten so much content, uh, viewable content from the three movies and the Clone Wars series and even Rebels. You know, we've got yeah. so much stuff that has helped flesh out that era right. that it's that is what has made me come to really love Kenobi as a character. But if you have my favorite is now it's actually the sequel trilogy and if i'm going to go by favorite movie it's going to be force awakens for a very simple reason when i saw force awakens um in december 2015 and i walked out of that theater there was this this cartoon that someone had posted it was a, a guy my age walking to a theater for force awakens and the person that walks out is the same guy but he's a little kid again and he's grinning ear to ear that is the feeling that I felt walking out of Force Awakens. I literally felt like I was a kid again because for me personally, someone who loves visuals, I felt that Star Wars had finally caught up to the images in my mind for the last 42 years or so. Wow. So I would, awesome. have to, I would have to say that, yeah, my favorite movie right now is probably Force Awakens. Um, but there's a little asterisk next to that. When the prequel <laughs> movies came out, my favorite movies were the prequel movies only because visually they were more interesting. Yeah. Uh, Story-wise, that's debatable. Sure. You know? um, Depends on your mood. Be, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm going to be real here. Um, <laughs> can I watch the prequel movies back to back to back, sit down and watch them all one shot? No. Mm -hmm. uh, can I do it with the original trilogy? No. I, I have a hard time sometimes, you know, just my mind seeing the dated visuals. It's, it's a little tricky for me, but can I watch uh, seven, eight and eventually nine back to back uh, as of today? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. Wow. So, you know, the answer will change obviously. No. Yeah, absolutely. I think with any real star Wars fan, it kind of depends on the day of the week that you ask. You yeah. Know? No, no, so exactly. that's, that's, absolutely. A, that's a tough question to ask uh, yeah. or answer. Um, ask so you, question, actually? Oh, sure. Jump in there. Troy. Well, I was wondering, so so between the between the prequels and and the sequels, what would you say would be your favorite version of Obi Wan Kenobi? Would would it be um, Alec? Was Alec McGinnis or um, Ewan McGregor? Who, who's your favorite? It's funny you say that. My favorite uh, version of Kenobi would be the Clone Wars Kenobi. So it's Kenobi in the battle armor, you know, but with the brown robe, just just looking sick as hell. It's basically Clone right. Wars Kenobi. That's my favorite. Clone Kenobi. Wars Kenobi, nice. But um, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. Like there's something about you've got a little Alec Guinness, Guinness thing going on. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I feel I should um, I should throw this out there. Even my coloring. That's just natural. It's premature because, you know, I, I have my Hawaiian heritage. I'm actually 45. Okay. I look like I'm 55, you know, but <laughs> for the purposes of this campaign, it helps. So I just, I run with it. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. But man. yeah, there's, there, there's something about Alec Guinness's portrayal. Um, after seeing everything that the Kenobi character has gone through, you know, seeing all the emotion that Anakin and Kenobi go through in the third movie and you seeing their, their friendship and everything that was built up. And also too, all of uh, Kenobi's personal, um, what would you say? Trials, you know, when he had that one, you could tell he had that one romance, man. Mm -hmm. And he just, he, he couldn't do it. He couldn't pull the trigger the way Anakin could, you know, right. there was a loyalty to the order. Um, so, when I see Alec Guinness and I just his portrayal, it's I can read so much into it, knowing what I know now. Even though Alec didn't know any of this, he none of this stuff of existed. Right. But it's easy to to project that onto Alex's portrayal, and it's just 
oh man, I just I feel for the guy. You, you could him. say so you could say that people were able to inject that because of his portrayal, right? You know, if yeah, he yeah. if he had played it differently, it'd be so hard to oh, exactly kind of infer yeah. the like, you know that that those feelings and emotions and yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Because I mean, Ewan had to base his portrayal off of Alec Guinness's portrayal, right? And then even with um. um James Arnold Taylor, when he was doing the Clone Wars iteration, mm -hmm. they're right. all variations of the source material, and the source yeah, material yes. is Alec. So yes. it's like it's because of Alec that we get this this stoic nobility, which I love mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. So I guess yeah, um, visually, Clone Wars Kenobi, but yeah, Alec sure. in this man, he's, he's he's right below there. He's nice. he's pretty close. Nice. So, um, you know, can we go back to something you mentioned before, um, just, you know, to kind of help our, our listeners understand. So, you know, the word Aloha has so much meaning to, uh, oh, yeah. to, to Hawaiians. Um, and I know, you know, cause I, I do like web development, um, and some social media stuff for some companies here, uh, in Hawaii. And, uh, I've had, you know, some, some um, companies that have like a logo that might incorporate like, you know, something out of the Kanaka culture. Um, and they, like people have commented, like, you know, how do you, you know, who do you think you are using that? Or even just, you know, if somebody yeah, uses the, you know, real. Like, yeah, you know, and so um, I'm sure you've gotten some, some flack, especially when people just kind of combined, time. you know, took the comma yep. out of Aloha Kenobi to just Aloha Kenobi. Like how have you kind of dealt with that? Or, or how can you help people to appreciate that you're, you're, you're putting as much Aloha into this and you're really trying to respect the Hawaiian culture. Ironically, it's because of the aloha spirit that I have experienced from from this massive wave of support uh, from locals, from Hawaiians, from from nationals, from internationals, worldwide. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's because. So I always tell people when I when I hold up my sign with the hashtag Aloha Kenobi, I point at the Kenobi word and I say the only thing more important to me to this word is the first word, mm -hmm. and what that means is. If I am not going to portray myself or act in a way that is respectful to what this word aloha means to me, then I shouldn't be using that word because then I am correct. You're just attention. You're just using it as a, as a way to, to, to get eyes on you. And don't get me wrong. I have dozens of ideas that I would love to do. I mean, I love memes as much as the next guy. I, I love artwork and comics and video games as much as the next fan. Mm -hmm. But the second I start going there, and I, and I don't want to say belittling, but it's, it's more like the second I start um, not respecting where this whole thing comes from and, and how much it's important to me, both as a local, as a Hawaiian and as, as a human being, um, then I've lost, I've absolutely yeah. lost. Yeah. So when I'm out there on the streets, um, do I get blowback? You bet I do. Mm -hmm. um, is it a lot of blowback? No, actually, surprisingly. So I get three responses usually. Uh, the first one is is the most common one, and it's a bewilderment slash indifference because they're trying to figure out what I am. I've had people call me Moses. Um, <laughs> I've I've had I've had people because if I don't have that lightsaber, let's right, be honest, right. I look like a Hawaiian priest. I'm gonna go marry some Japanese couple. Right? So don't carry banana leaves, whatever you do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, dude. <laughs> You know, like I need that brown robe on me because when I take that brown robe off, I literally look like I'm about to do a wedding ceremony. Oh. <laughs> so, so there's, so I need that lightsaber. Okay. Um, so yeah, I get a lot of indifference. Um, 
I get some negativity. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had, in fact, this was just recently, a couple weeks ago, I had a family walk up to me, just stare at me. And then they started openly mocking me to my face, just Mm -hmm. reading the words and, and doing it very sarcastically. And when I try to make eye contact with someone, it's usually to let you know, like, you know, hey, how are you doing? Um, If you want to talk about it, I'll be more than happy to explain it. Because how can you understand what I'm doing if I don't sort of give you some context? Right. They didn't want to do that. So when I made eye contact with them, they pointedly looked at me, scowled, turned their backs on me, and continued having their conversation. And this is, I mean... If I have a hundred experiences in a day, this is maybe one. Sure. The rest of them are usually a lot more supportive and positive. And so it's because of the the larger amount of positive support that I'm getting, it's it's why I feel like, you know, I can keep on doing this. And it's the way I'm portraying myself as being genuinely caring of, of the Aloha spirit, mm-hmm. of showing that, you know, it's okay to to be nice to someone it's okay to be kind to someone it's you're not looking for an angle here we're just we're just all trying to get along here and that's sort of what i'm uh, trying to trying to get out there so there's a song that i i listened to by the uh, the monao company and it's called um a-l-o-h-a and the words basically say a-l-o-h-a a little uh, aloha along the way and you know, spread a little aloha around the world. And so I have that song going through my head repeatedly. When I see the negativity, I just like, hey, it's cool. You know, you don't get it. And maybe you choose not to figure out what I'm doing. That dude, that's that's all you. That's absolutely no problem with that. You know, no disrespect. Mm-hmm. Love you. Have a good day. But for all the other people, when they see me and they do get it, oh my gosh. I mean. I was standing outside a 24-hour fitness downtown, and this it was early in the morning. This huge, it looked like Thor, dude. This this huge Chris Hemsworth guy in a tight tank top, muscles on muscles, comes sprinting up to me and he goes, Bro, I just saw you. I, I gotta take a picture. Dude, I love Star Wars. And in my mind, I'm like, seriously? Like, wow. <laughs> you know, like Thank you, you know, God, Norse God of you know, <laughs> right. the muscles. Oh. You're looking for the hammer, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow, okay. So I was like, oh, cool. And then, you know, he took a photo and he said, you made my day. He told me that. I said, you made my day. And he went off to exercise. That's and awesome. it, it it showed me that you never know who's a Star Wars fan, right? Sure. That's that's kind of what's what's cool about this is the, the people that I've met along this journey. Mm-hmm. Um some of the nicest and most surprising interactions I've actually had are with homeless people. Okay. So I've Which had, is a big problem here in, in especially there in, in Honolulu for oh, people yeah. that don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and usually where I campaign, it's um, a lot of foot traffic. So mm-hmm. of course, you know, you'll see a lot of homeless there because they're trying to, you know, trying to panhandle or, sure. or they're just trying to get by. But where I like, I was in one morning and this homeless guy comes shuffling by me and people are avoiding him and he's muttering to himself. And at this point I had my, um, my second sign, the one that I have on my cart. I don't know if you see it. It basically says, please help me uh, get noticed so I can be on, on star Wars. So he's shuffling, uh, not making any eye contact. Then he comes up until he sees my sign and he stops and he stands up straight 
and his eyes are a little wide and he starts, I can tell I'm watching him because I'm like, what are you going to do? But he's reading my sign and he looks up at me and as clear as day, he goes, I hope you get it, bro. Good luck. I like Star Wars. That's really cool. Nice. And for a second there, I was going, whoa, what's going on here? You know, like, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then he he just put his head down and went on his way, you know, and he, it almost like he reverted back to, to being that, that homeless persona. And that's my real thing. Everybody loves Star Wars. Doesn't matter who it is. You can never tell who is a fan. If you put something Star Wars out there, don't be a surprise if you get 10 completely different people coming up to you saying that they love Star Wars. Yeah. So Star Wars is a great conversation starter. And you know, two. Okay. No, go ahead. You, you said you, you had a second point to that. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and the second thing I realized was our interaction made me realize that I cannot trivialize what it is I'm doing because more, more important than ever, the Aloha spirit has to come out of me when I'm doing this mm-hmm. because there are people who care enough that I need to make sure that I'm doing right, not only by them, not just by fans, but also the people of, of Hawaii, um, locals, Hawaiians, people who love Hawaii and people who love that Aloha spirit, which sure. for me personally, I feel like has been missing these Dude, last few years. That's exactly where I was going to go. Um, because, you know, especially if, if you do any, any amount of, uh, interaction online, when it comes to star oh. Wars, you can see the complete lack of that, you know, that Aloha, you know, there's just, there's no kindness. And I mean, just in, in a broader sense, people are just more extreme and it's either you love something or you hate it. And then you hate everybody that loves it or you sure. hate, you know, you hate everybody that, that hates it. Um, and, and so, you know, that's kind of something that, you know, older public radio, we're trying to like keep it positive, you know? And so we, we don't want to yeah, do a lot of that. like, you know, cancel, you know, I hate the whole cancel culture. So for us, we, you know, if we don't necessarily appreciate something, we, we try to find the positive in it. Cause you know, like you said, dude, there's people from all different walks of life who appreciate right. star Wars and we can't exactly. all like the same thing. Yeah. There's going to be someone who likes, you know, this better, than that you know and so i mean now granted we probably wouldn't be having this conversation if it was aloha jar jar like we, like, like we wouldn't you know we would definitely not be i don't know you saw you. that rumor about kenobi right i did man no, I, did. Right. Yeah. No, I mean oh, wow. let's 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 all be real here we've all written some fanfic in our lives and you know head cannon is the best cannon i've sure. i've got this awesome jar jar head cannon where he he goes off into the woods and learns like drunken martial arts oh look at you nice. <laughs> i know awesome. i can find out yeah like jar jar had some mental force block and you know so yeah, don't, don't get me wrong it's yeah, nice. awesome. we, we all have ideas so. right sure that's awesome. but no that's great you know i mean yeah so i really uh i really appreciate uh you know after talking to you especially because you know I, I didn't pick up all of that from uh you know just looking through your 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 uh social media and you know like you had a brief interview look like you were on was it uh one of the news channels out there in honolulu um uh, it's just it's great to to hear you kind of explain that because that that really feeds right into um what we're trying to do and then that's just bring a positive like remember when you were a kid like exactly star wars should bring that back and if you look at it as an adult like if you look at star wars as a 45 year old man just as a 45 year old man it, it makes no sense it's loud you know it, but dude when you watch it you go back to being that kid man you're, you're playing mm-hmm. with action figures and so yeah that that's great that's, that's really great what, what, what would you say? The, okay, sorry. What, what, what would you say the biggest thing that you 
like, what, what, have, what have you taken from this experience? What, what's been the, I guess, the biggest impact in your life from experiencing what you've experienced in the last few months as Aloha Kenobi? That's a great question. Um, it started the first, honestly, it started after my first experience uh, interaction with that homeless person. Being Aloha Kenobi has made me more self-aware that I need to be the best possible version of me. And, and not because I'm trying to get apart, but because it makes such a huge positive impact on those around me. I, I need to be kinder. I need to be more considerate. I, I need to be more patient. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I, I sometimes joke where I'll be driving down the street and maybe someone will cut me off, you know, and I'll be like, Oh, bro, Brian Flynn would, you know, would have words with you, but oh, <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's just going to, you know, just, just keep driving and, you know, just, just like, hey. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, you know, it's, it's all good. It's all good. So yeah. being, it's so weird saying this, being Aloha Kenobi, um, in my opinion, hopefully has made me a better, a better person. And more importantly, I'm hoping that my my actions, my my interactions, my personality um, will influence other people to maybe also try and be a little nicer, to be a little kinder, to understand that, guys, you know, let's be real. I'm I'm 45 years old. Star Wars is is part of my DNA. But at the end of the day, just creators in the world right now. And if we could just come together and fix these small ones. Maybe we can start coming together to fix the larger ones. So it all starts at the bottom and it all starts with us. So I always think to myself, okay, I need to be what I want to see in the world right now. And what I want to see is I want to see more aloha. You know, growing up in Hawaii, it was it was much more prevalent. And now with the internet and social media and this this interconnectedness, um, it's it's lost. You know, I truly believe it's lost. People like to take a stand on something, find like-minded individuals to reinforce that stand, uh, block, ignore, or just do away with anyone who has a differing opinion. And then they just all of a sudden become this one thing. And it's now a, you're right, I'm wrong, or, um, you know, this is correct, you are not correct. And you're, you're no longer listening to you. And that is that is an enormous problem right now, all over the world. Yeah. Not you know, not just in fandoms, not just in politics, all over the world. So, if I can be you know that gosh, not a shining light, but you know what I mean. If I if I can be someone that goes, oh yeah, you know he was a cool dude. And that's one thing that I've noticed in the responses online, people that do post photos of me. So so here's the thing, I do not post photos of me. Um, because I feel like then I'm just promoting a brand, you know, mm -hmm. like I'm so people may notice that I don't post a lot on the Aloha Kenobi account. There's a reason for that. It's because I'm keeping the posts intentionally short so that the showrunners, if they ever hear of me, can go there and immediately see what I'm trying to do. If they have to sift through hundreds and hundreds of photos or videos to try and figure out what I am, then right. I've lost. Right. So I, I almost go counterproductive to what a successful social media campaign should do, but I do it intentionally. And the reason I do it that way is because it, it forces me to, to be more genuine, to, to, to be more aloha to those I meet because they are the ones who are going to help me out. They are the ones who are going to go, wow, 
that was a really nice guy. You know what? I'm going to help you. And so far that's happened. That's, it's been incredible on Reddit, which I tell everyone, I don't know Reddit. I kind of understand it. <laughs> um, I was standing outside UH. Let's see. Where was it? Um, it was in September, I believe. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was in October. So I was standing outside uh, by UH, and a guy was across the street at the bus stop, and he saw me campaigning. And he crossed the street, came up to me and said, hey, I like what you're doing, man. You know, let me um, let me take a photo of you. And I said, oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. And we talked for a little bit. And then I said, you know, have a good day. And it's just that's me being me. I, I'm not pretending to be someone else. I am genuinely just trying to be as nice and kind to you as possible because I want you to pay it forward. You know, we're trying to do this, this kindness campaign. Nice. And then next thing I know, he sends me this message. He goes, Hey, I posted this thing on Reddit. Um, and you know, it's gaining some traction. So here's the link. So I looked at it. I was like, Oh, that's really cool. And then I saw someone else took his post, posted it in another star Wars meme. And it, it blew up. Um, <laughs> the first, now this, my, I'm assuming it blew up. If you guys know Reddit, then maybe you can correct me on this, but the first, post got about 15,000 the repost into a star wars meme reddit got almost 50,000 yeah. zero yeah that, that, that's an official blow up yeah <laughs> okay that's yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty good man <laughs> yes okay. it is so i had to go on to reddit and be like wow guys thank you very much um there are a lot of questions being asked because you know i'm not explaining the campaign very well what it is i'm trying to do and so i'm answering more questions mm -hmm. um cut to maybe the following month uh, someone else posts a photo of me on Reddit that blows up the numbers. It was like almost 35,000, you know, completely oh, different man, look at you, dude. All right. So, you know, there is, there's definitely, um, a response to this. And mm -hmm. I try, you always say, never read the comments, especially if it's about yourself, but you know, Can't help I, it. I have to, right. Have so to, right, so right, I right. start reading it, you know, there, there's some, some negative comments, but most of them were overwhelmingly positive and it seemed to be the same thing. Everyone who posts about me says, Oh, this guy is just really nice. And that for me, dude, that hits home because that means for lack of terms, I'm doing my job. I'm doing what I'm setting out to do, which sure. is to try and just, you know, go out there and be nicer to people and influence other people. And if they are um, motivated by my personality and my attitude to help me, great. If not, hey, have a nice day, man. You know, just yeah. thank you for listening to my story. You should do an uh, Ask Me Anything on Reddit if you haven't already. Um, basically, that's that's where you post, you know, I am Aloha Kenobi, Ask Me Anything. And then that's kind of a, uh, those usually get a, a lot of traction as well. And um, I, I don't know. What does that do? Um, I, you know, you probably have to reach out. There's probably somebody on Reddit who could kind of give you, you know, the expert the expert's way to do it. But most of the time it's like celebrities that go off and do it, you know, or just people who are doing something cool and interesting. So they say, Hey, I am. So you'd be like, Hey, I'm Aloha Kenobi. Um, ask me anything. And then you'd kind of give a brief synopsis. And then it would, you know, from there, it's kind of a more, um, it's a, it's a more organized way of asking questions and that would definitely ah, get shared gotcha. as well too. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. I, I mean, that's definitely something you could do. As you know, well. it's just ironic. Like, um, it's, it's ironic that uh, does the perfect me noticed, but at the same time, in the back of my mind, I was like, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a duality here right now. It's yeah, the right. balance. It's the force. You know, I, yeah. I have to be very careful <laughs> about how I, I proceed in anything, because if it's, 
if it's negatively perceived, mm-hmm. then again, you know, then yeah. I, sh- I might as well just then you've lost burn the outfit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when I'm doing this, I, I always tell folks, I mean, whether or not anyone from Lucasfilm or Disney sees this campaign, um, whether or not I hear from anyone, I'm okay because the support that I've gotten, the love that I've gotten, um, the change in my life that I've gotten, and the the new directions for things that I'm much more interested in now. Like um, I've been helping out with with homeless, you know, with like trying to promote uh, STEM. STEM education, so that's nice. um, science, technology, uh, engineering, math. Mm-hmm. I was terrible at that stuff in school, but if I was <laughs> if I was good at it, you know, maybe I might be um, developing some sort of app or some sort of software that might help the Hawaiian community in some way, or the right. local community, or the world. You know, mm-hmm. so that these are all things that that have come out of my starting this campaign. So if I never hear from anyone, I mean. Does it suck? Of course it'll suck. But in the greater scheme of things, I've I've gained so much more and I've met such wonderful people. I've met nice. I mean, I'm talking to you guys right now. You know, it's these are things that would have never happened if I hadn't decided to just take that chance. Take the chance. And and, and try yeah. it. You know, yeah. So if anyone's listening to this, I had someone joke, well, you know, I'm gonna put on a Kenobi outfit and I'm gonna go and, and stand on a street corner and I'm gonna be, you know, like I don't know, like an Indiana Kenobi. And he was joking, you know, mm-hmm. but I said, dude, go for it. Do and it. You, <laughs> if you get on yeah. Kenobi by doing that, that is awesome. Yeah, it's got you brand know? support. You, yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> you 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 yeah. may think that you're you're trying to be clever or snarky, but let's be real here. We all want to support each other. We really do. And if I can say I know someone that's on Kenobi. I think that's the coolest thing in the world. That's awesome. I really do. Yeah. So if I can't get on it, but my story motivates someone else to do something to pursue their dream, whether it's being on Star Wars or, or, or being anywhere, and they succeed, how can that not be mission accomplished? Honestly, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, you know what I mean. It's, so you, it's you, not you're a able to you're, you're able to actually impact other people's lives, exactly. and that in essence, exactly. I think that that has a lot to do with what what it means to be a Star Wars fan. Um, yeah. On our last episode, we talked about that as well. What it means to be a member of what we refer to as the Tatooine Five. It's just us family getting together, talking about something that we have passion about, something that mm-hmm. we truly enjoy. Trying to exclude all of the negativity because let's face it, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of negativity around any subject, no matter what you what you find. Absolutely. There's always going to be some hater, someone who hates it. I mean, for instance, even Episode Nine, a lot of people said it was no good. There were some some things that I'm sure a lot of people didn't like, but there are a lot of positive things that you can pull out of it. Um, for instance, the John Williams soundtrack, absolutely amazing. The guy is is a is 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 a master at his at his craft, and that's one thing that I personally pulled out of it for something I enjoyed. What about you? What did you like about Episode Nine? Um, oh boy, what did I like about Episode Nine? Um, I love the action. Uh, I love the enormous amount of lightsaber action. For one, um, it was awesome. Okay. I I really enjoyed when, uh, and this is a weird way of saying it, enjoyed, but that whole interaction between Ray and Kylo, uh, spoilers, after she stabs him because he is momentarily caught unaware by, we're not 
quite sure yet what, what Leia did. I'm assuming she sort of went into like a forced coma, but whatever it was, we already knew that Kylo had this connection to Leia because of episode eight when he refused to, to blow her up. And so seeing that moment, because I've always, okay, so I like characters that are flawed because flawed characters are interesting characters. If they have no flaws, then they're boring. I'm humanized. You know, and Kylo was such an intriguing character because you could see right off the bat um, after he kills Solo in episode eight and Snoke is like, you know, he's like, I killed Han Solo. He goes, yeah, and look what it did to you. You know, it mm-hmm. split your soul in half. Like, that was one of the best think, lines in life. Yeah, right? like you you yeah. think you were doing this to, to come to our side, but it's it's made it even worse because now it truly shows that, you know, are you with this or are you, yeah. are you light? Yeah. You need to, you know, lock down on this. Mm-hmm. So... When you're starting off episode nine and he's just like wrecking shop, he's tearing everybody up, right? And, you know, I'm going to do this. And then he fights Ray. And it, it reminds me of, you know, try not to jump um, franchises here, but in Thor 2, when yeah. um, Loki is in prison and his mom yeah. dies and he's told about it and he's like, ah, he's indifferent. And then boom, he blows that whole prison up, you know, <laughs> that, yeah. that is what he reminded me. I was like, oh, see, man, Kylo, he's he's still a mama's boy. He loves yeah. it. <laughs> you know? and, right. and so, and for Ray to, to stab him like that and the anger in her face, I'm like, mm-hmm. see, there it mm-hmm. is. I'm telling you, man, it's that Palpatine blood. That's the Palpatine that blood, man. That's right. That's you know, right. That, that dark side keeps influencing her actions and that's what's yeah. frightening her. She's like, I'm powerful, but when I get angry, right. she loses it. breaks. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I yeah. need help. So yeah, it was, it was really cool um, for that sequence because when, when Ray heals Kylo, and I was like, oh, okay, of surprise. When she does that and takes off, and then now, like, what's Kylo gonna do? And then dad shows up, you know? Yeah. So I, I read that um, originally that was, I guess, supposed to be Leia, but she, you know, Carrie Fisher had passed away. So yeah. Han Solo came in to do the role instead. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, just let me check. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, when, when they're talking and when Kylo has Han's hand to his face and he, and his voice breaks when he says dad, and you realize that's Kylo. That's a solo way of saying, I love yeah. you. Yeah. You know what solo do? He goes, I know. I know. That's Dude. Solo way of saying, <laughs> that was so awesome. If you understand, you know, if you've seen the original trilogy, right. you instantly connect. With, yeah. I know what you guys are saying. You don't have exactly. to. Do no, yeah. You know, we, we get yeah. it guys. We got it. So, yeah, what a great scene for you to, to point out. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, so I guess um, as far as what's going to happen from here on in, um, so 2020 is kind of a big year for me only because uh, in February, I don't know um, – Ken, I don't know if you go to the, the comic conventions here on Oahu, but uh, Billy I D. Williams. I haven't, but I, I need to okay. so I can come and meet you. You know, <laughs> well, um, Billy D. Williams is going to be down here at the oh, end of Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, he's going to be at Amazing Comic Con. It's a mainland comic convention that has been coming down here for the last uh, four or five years, I think. Okay. Uh, the first year they brought down Stanley. Anyway, Billy D. is coming down. And I feel like if there was ever ever a time or you know a situation where i could try and get any sort of notice mm-hmm. it's going to be it. at this convention okay. but and again this is this is the tricky part i cannot walk up to billy d and go yo billy give me a role 
Right. You know, right. I, I right. cannot, I cannot do that. Yeah. So I am, um, I am looking forward to meeting the man. I mean, yeah. dude's a legend, you know, and, um, I, I loved his, oh man, I loved his line when Poe was like, you know, I'm sorry guys. You know, I thought there'd be more, but you know, yeah, you know, and he goes, yeah, so there's right. more of us, Poe. There's yeah. more of us. You know? <laughs> no, that was <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah, that <laughs> was great. I love that. So, well, you know, so um, I guess just to kind of wrap things up here, because uh, we, I mean, we've had a great conversation, but we, we need to go ahead and close up. Yeah, no, no, um, how is it that we can support? Like, how, how can people support what you're doing? Good question. Like, what's the okay. best way to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. So usually what I tell people on the street is uh, it's three things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, you can, if you're meeting me on the street, uh, take a photo of me and post it online with the hashtag Aloha Kenobi. Because uh, usually people who take photos of me take a photo of the sign that I carry around that explains what I'm trying to do. Please help mm-hmm. me get noticed. And um, just take the photo of me, post it with the hashtag, and link it to um, either my Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter account just mm-hmm. so I can find it and thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, a second thing you can do if you, if you don't meet me on, in person is just go to any of those three accounts. Um, find anything that's on there, repost that. Uh, the reason I'm doing it this way, it's, it's very grassroots. It's mm-hmm. super low key and right. it's word of mouth because I don't know who, you know, I don't know who listens to old Republic radio, right. you know? So for all I know, like I always tell people like, for all I know, like the rocks, grandma, uh, follows you on Instagram. <laughs> oh, you know nice. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I true. I don't know. Yeah. So that's why I encourage people to just, just post it. It's, it's ironic though, that, um, you know, for some people who will post hundreds, thousands of photos of themselves, they can be real picky about what they about want. To what post. else they tag? Yeah, it's it's yeah, weird. Yeah, right? it's, <laughs> it's, it's been an interesting experience. I was like, well, let me see, dude. You got like eight hundred photos over here. You right, know, and like right. a bunch of cheeseburgers and yeah, 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 exactly. You know, but it's, right. it's, it's because it's their brand. You know, right, that, that label is their brand. So I totally get it. Um, if you can't post like a, a permanent post, even stories on Instagram, stories mm-hmm. on Facebook, things of that nature, that's fine. Yeah. Um, the third thing is if you can't do any of those things, believe it or not, something that really helps me out is to just wish me luck because people who wish me luck, they, that gets me going. That keeps me going because I'm, I'm so appreciative of the support because half the battle is just getting up and going out to Waikiki, standing mm-hmm. out there. Um, I started this thing in the fall and in Hawaii fall actually means summer. Dude, so the weather, I was, <laughs> it was hot this weeks, summer. I was dripping sweat. Like oh, my, my slippers were pools of, of, I was so hot and I'm mm-hmm. out there for three, four hours, you know, hey, every, somebody bring Brian a Gatorade or some water, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my, my friend uh, walks by there cause he works at the Apple store down the street, uh, down the street. So he'll bring me water when he's, Oh, nice. yeah, okay, I try to good. do this. Um, I try to do it at least once a week for, gotcha. you know, for a few hours, but, um, yeah, even people that just wish me luck, it makes such a difference. It, it helps me a lot because especially if they're genuine, they're like, dude, I love what you're doing, man. Good luck with that. And even, um, you know, I, I always joke, it's like even celebrities, you know, wishing me luck does two things. It's, it's supportive, but it's also noncommittal. So, you know, it's, it's an easy way of, of it's an saying, easy, easy way to help out. Yeah. It's well, like, I can't officially say, get this man a job. But what I can say is, Hey, look at, you know, that's, well, that's we're going to say it here. Get this man a job. You know, we'll, we'll, absolutely. <laughs> you know, we'll you know, be happy to uh, tag Disney and everything. You know, we'll do what we can to get you noticed, obviously. Um, real quick on this. Let me, I need to. I'm trying to get 
probably a background extra. I'm doing this on purpose because I have a full-time job and I live in Hawaii. So mm-hmm. I can't just take off at a moment's notice and fly to a studio. That's why I'm right. sort of doing the campaign. And there's a recent rumor. I figured it would be filming in two places, either in London at Pinewood or in California, because Mandalorian was filmed in California. Right. Uh, a recent rumor says it might actually be Pinewood after all, which means okay. I am... Which means I live halfway around the world on a rock in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So (laughs) it brings more um, legitimacy to the campaign because I can't go through normal channels. But I am only trying to be, I don't want to roll. I don't want a speaking line. Um, You don't even need to see my face, guys. I mean, you show my elbow, you show my hand, you show a blurry (laughs) dude walking in the background. It it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, all I want to be is on Star Wars. There was um, in episode uh, six of The Mandalorian when they are going to uh, the guy that gives them the job. And there's some people walking around in the background while The Mandalorian is talking to the Hispanic guy. And there's a moment where someone walks and he's not even like a couple of feet behind the Hispanic guy. And he is a complete blur because the camera is so hyper-focused on the person speaking. Mm-hmm. And I look at my wife. I'm like, I'll be that guy. I don't care. <laughs> you just want to be. You even, uh, yeah. You, you, yeah, you can't even tell us me. I don't care. Sure, I just yeah. love Star Wars and I just want to be a part of it. That's no, that's great. That's great. Well, yeah. hey, um, thank you so much for uh, taking some time to uh, to talk to uh, Troy and I really appreciate it. Great conversation. Um, Guys, thank you so much for this. Yeah, Absolutely. you know, and uh, you know, we're gonna we're, everybody go out uh, follow uh, Aloha Kenobi on Instagram, follow him on Facebook. Uh, just keep sending out those positive vibes. Uh, exactly you know, from from, uh, from all of us at, at Over Public Radio. We do wish you well and hope that we really hope that you end up. Uh, you know, we I hope to see your face to be honest, but nice. hey, man, if you're the I mean, let's the be real. So do I, but you know, <laughs> let's let's shoot low and hope high here. Right, right. If you're the, if you're in the background, I'm gonna be like, dude, I know that guy. You know, that'll be yeah. awesome. So yeah. Well, that's it for this Old Republic Radio transmission. We want to hear your voice on one of our transmissions, so please email us your recorded voice from your smart device with a question or a comment about the podcast. You can send it to droid at oldrepublicradio.com, which can be found along with all of our social media links at oldrepublicradio.com. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed, please subscribe to and share the podcast with your friends. This is Justin with the Tatooine 5, and with Old Republic Radio. Transmission complete.